We're going to stay in Chicago today <laughs> in the Midwest. I'm finding out that the Midwest may have been a little bit more, um, what's the word, um, um, uh, adventurous in terms of race relations um, than New York. And we know that Chicago uh, was a pretty uh, segregated city. Um, but we're going to talk about one of the places where that was not so strict. Back in 1909, a building was built at 315 East 35th Street in Chicago in what is known as the Bronzeville neighborhood. It, the building still stands, 315 East 31st in Bronzeville. In 1921, it was remodeled and became known as the Sunset Cafe. That remodeling, that transition, was done by Louis Armstrong's manager. And of course, the main entertainment in the sunset was Louis Armstrong. <laughs> it's hot five, it's hot seven, all that. Yeah. Great. Now, Somewhere along the line, a young man from Baltimore showed up. And his name, stage name at least, was Cab Calloway. And Lewis formed a great affection for him and used him as a singer with his band that at that time would have included uh, a very young pianist uh, named Earl Hines. Um, and that worked out great. Uh, in 1927, however, due to the financial woes that were taking over the entire country prior to the 1929 uh, market crash, uh, the sunset closed. And so Lewis was gone and Cab Calloway went to New York and actually took over as a headliner at the Cotton Club in New York and started building his New York career. The club actually reopened a few years later. And the pianist who had been in Louis Armstrong's group, Mr. Earl Father Hines became the main entertainer. But this time, it's no longer the Sunset Cafe. You see, it is under new management. And that manager, that owner, who had another manager, is Mr. Al Capone, Alphonse Capone. Yeah. So you got money. And even though you got prohibition, you got alcohol. And even though Chicago is very, very segregated, the Grand Terrace was not. It was one of the first black and tan clubs in America. A club where blacks and whites could attend, walk in the front door and be treated equally. That product was because 
Al Capone controlled the police and everybody else in Chicago at that time. And the only color he was concerned with was green. So now you have this wonderful entertainment venue where people can just be people right there on 315 East 31st in Brownville. But now it's the Grand Terrace. And it's a big band era, so you got big full orchestration. You got a big old white grand, not a baby grand, full grand on the stage. And you got other Earl, Father Hines leading an orchestra in this place that can go from 15 to 28, two or three shows a night. He's there for 12 years. And he's bringing in all sorts of new talent. Sarah Vaughn. It's Terrace. Nat King Cole. At the Terrace. I think even Cap Calloway came back to perform at the Terrace with her old band. So many great musicians that played in the orchestra, including piano players who were subbed for Father Hines so Father could sit and be the conductor, the maestro, etc. at times. And this went great until about 1940, when the manager that Al had hired uh, disappeared. Mm -hmm. Disappeared, we'll leave it at that. Where the club closes and Father Hines leaves and the war's coming and the music is changing and Father Hines ends up in New York and a new thing starts in the terrace, and that is bebop. That's right. The wild, crazy, improvising, syncopated, dissonance people with all these clashes and improvisation and strange rhythms. You can't dance to it. Oh my God, what is this music? It's jazz, it's bebop. It comes to the terrace. And it is booming in there until the 50s, somewhere 51, 52, somewhere like that, when it finally closed. But unlike New York, which bulldozed the cotton clubs to make room for condos or whatever, or a parking lot, whatever they thought they wanted there, Chicago's leaders decided that this was a historical landmark. To heck with the mob, mob connections and all that. Some great people and great things happened in this building. It was the first experiment with integration comfortably. We're going to make this a marker for us. And so it is protected. It can never be torn down or moved. And only moderate renovations. As a matter of fact, some of the posters and paintings and uh, drawings that were on the walls in the 40s and 50s can still be seen on the walls today as this building serves as a historical landmark in Chicago. So the sunset and the Grand Terrace still live at 315 East 31st in the Brownville, Bronzeville, I'm sorry, Bronzeville neighborhood of Chicago. History is alive in Chicago, ladies and gentlemen, and generations of musicians 
have had the opportunity to express themselves within those walls from the 20s to the 50s. Grand Terrace Cafe, formerly known as the Sunset Cafe. Thank you.